0: Okay, hit the buttons there, and the buttons there for the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Hank, you hitting those buttons over there? Yes, I'm checking the buttons here. Okay, all right. I, there's no buttons there that do anything, but I have him push them, because it makes him feel like he's doing something good. What's that? Nothing, nothing at all. Okay, yeah, these buttons look good over here. Thank you, Hank. You, you are doing a tremendous job. Hey, you know,
1: I, I mean, that's, uh, I, I make it all possible. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I, I
0: really do. Okay. It's like, you know what it's like, Hank? It's like the uh, Millennium Falcon. And we're like, you're checking switches over there, and I'm over here, and we're getting ready to make a jump to light speed for the Jatcast podcast. What do you mean? What's that Millennium Falcon? Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon. Millennium. Millennium. See, now you got me. To, I don't even know what it is. The Millennium Falcon. The Millennial. The Millennial. The Millennial. <laughs> the Millennial. Like the Millennials. That's what it is. The Millennium yeah, they're good with the kids. That's what I am. I'm a millennial. You're not a millennial. No, you're not. You're, I don't even know. You're older than me, and I'm old. So,
1: you're not that at all. Okay. Yeah, we'll make the jump to light speed in
0: the Millennial Falcon. Okay. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Hey, let's get right to it. Let's have Mr. Announcer Guy come in. Oh, Mr. Announcer Guy. Go, oh, yes, James. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. That's just, that's our thing, right? You come in. I say, I say, oh, Mr. Announcer Guy. and Then you say, oh, yes, James. And I say, how are you? And then you say, I'm good, James. How are you? And then I say, I'm really good, James. And you say, that's good, James. And we go back and forth. Yeah, man, that's what we do. Do you know, Mr. Announcer Guy, this is the 29th episode of the James Arnold Taylor podcast? That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, man, that's awesome. Next week's one, or the next... The next podcast, I don't know if we'll do one next week or not. We'll see because I'm still kind of, you know, you know, will be episode 30. That's exciting, isn't it? The big three o. That's right. 30. 30 episodes. That's pretty good. I mean, it's good for me. You know, a lot of other podcasts have done a lot more. Yeah, there'll be a
1: big uh, 30th anniversary edition.
0: Not 30th anniversary, Hank. It's just the 30th episode. Yeah, that'd be fun. We're 30 We've been doing this for that long but not 30 years. No, it's 30 years is a long time.
1: That's weird. I, it doesn't feel like that long at all.
0: Hank. I'm joking. I'm j- It's a joke. All right. So, Mr. Announcer Guy, will you uh, do the uh, introduction for uh, this week? It would be my pleasure, James. It's what I do. Well, let's get Jerry the Music Man. You know, we haven't had Jerry the Music Man on in a while. Jerry. Hey, Jerry the Music Man. Yeah, James. How are you? I'm good, Jerry. How are you? I'm Jake James. You're Jake or you're Jerry? Ha <laughs> ha, that's a good one. So you say Jake because you're kind of like a 40s radio guy. And uh, back in the, those days, they'd say things like, instead of like groovy or good or cool or whatever, you'd say Jake. Everything's like good. If, if things were good, you'd say it's Jake. That's right, James. We're Jake. So uh, you want to hit the music for Mr. Announcer? Now, we always have this kind of like cool little jazzy kind of number for the music. Uh, you going to hit that one then for him? Why not? Here we go, cueing the music for the James Arnold Taylor Podcast.
1: Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, it's the James Arnold Taylor Podcast, talking to myself, the JetCast. On today's show, Jet will talk Galaxy's Edge and answer your questions in emails with. Hey, bub. Now, here he is, the guy that does all the voices on the show, including this one, James
0: Arnold Taylor! And there we go. Thanks, Mr. Announcer Guy.
1: You're welcome, James. I'm
0: going to go now. All right. And there he goes. How about you, Hank? What, you want me to leave? Yeah, you can hang out if you want. Oh but you're not but don't eat that. What is onion sandwich? Why will you? I I don't want you sitting in here eating an onion sandwich. Why not? Cause it stinks. Yeah, you don't tell you there's onion, it gives the whole show flavor. Yeah, you and your flavor. Alright, well you can stay there. Just yeah, don't okay, you can't be loud eating your sandwich.
2: Oh, come on.
0: All right everybody, uh welcome to the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Uh we have a uh, a great show for you. So I took I, I took a couple weeks off from doing the show. Last week I was going to do a show, but yeah, it, you know it, things got busy, and I went I went Wednesday. I went to Star Wars Land, Galaxy's Edge, at uh, Disneyland, and I got an invite kind of last minute because that's kind of how they always do it. <laughs> But um, anyways, uh, we're always... See, you know, for all of you that that love all the Clone Wars actors and the voice actors and all of us, because that's why I'm a voice actor, of course, in Hollywood, known for Obi-Wan Kenobi and Plo Koon and many other characters in the Star Wars universe and all that, as well as Marvel and DC. I'm the Flash, and I've been Spider-Man and Leonardo the Ninja Turtle and Johnny Test and Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank and Titus from Final Fantasy X and Fred Flintstone and many other characters. And people kind of think, oh, we live this wonderful... Charmed life of celebrity. We live a wonderful, charmed life, but not uh, of celebrity really, because most people don't know who we are. And then the people that do know who we are in Hollywood, they don't care. So (laughs) they don't, so we're always kind of an afterthought. So I did go on Wednesday. uh, Catherine Tabor and I went and we took, uh, and my family went with us, my wife and my daughter, to uh, Galaxy's Edge, which is the new Star Wars land at Disneyland. And it just opened uh, on Friday, but we went Wednesday for the media. And like Thursday, they had the big celebrity red carpet VIP day. They don't invite us to that one. They invite us to the one with the media which is all the bloggers and vloggers and news and all of that, which is great. You know, I saw Dan Z, my friend from Coffee with Kenobi. I saw Brian Young. I saw uh, James Burns, not James Burns that I'm working with on Sons and Daughters, but another James Burns. There was a lot of people uh, in the world of vlogging, blogging, uh, people that uh, I know and love, and that was wonderful. But then they have the VIP day the next day, I guess, for all the celebrities' guests, and that's when they invite the other Star Wars celebrities, <laughs> but not, not me, not Cat Tabor, not, uh, not any of us, uh, lowly voice actors, but anyway, so we got to go, um, on Wednesday and that came up out of the blue and it was just, so that was the day the podcast should have come out, but before that I knew I was going and so I had to catch up, uh, Monday and Tuesday and so I just, I just didn't get around to doing that and, uh, oh, oh, the phone is ringing, hang on, that's interesting, um, hang on, let me get that. Hello, the Jatcast. Oh, hello, darling. Franklin. Hey, everybody. It's my agent, Franklin.
2: Franklin, you're
0: calling me. That's weird. What's up?
2: Yes, hello. Oh, how are you, darling? Are you doing well?
0: I'm doing very good, Franklin. Thank you. How are you? I'm
2: wonderful, darling. I'm, I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm, <laughs> ooh, I'm, I'm so wonderful. I toot.
0: All right. Stop that. Um, So uh, what's
2: going on, Franklin? I'm in the middle
0: of doing the podcast.
2: I'm on the podcast right now? Yes. So My voice is on the podcast? Yes. Oh, you know what? The thing is, is I'm actually used to my voice, and I I like hearing it now.
0: Okay, but before, because before, you'd always freak out when your voice was on the podcast. You said you didn't like hearing it.
2: No, no, I've been taking your advice, as you always tell all your fans. Listen to your voice a lot. Listen to it, and get used to it, and then learn to love it. And now, I love my voice. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello.
0: Oh, what? Now you're doing Hank's stuff? Okay, all right.
2: Oh, Oh, it's so funny. I tell Hank hello. Is he there? Yeah, hey, Franklins. How you doing? It's, uh, it's Hank there. Hello. Hello, Hank. How are you, darling? I'm doing good, Franklin. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, how are you?
0: Okay, both you guys, man. Gravelly New Yorkers. What do you mean? Oh, that's right. You're not from New York. You're from Burbank or something like that? Yeah,
2: yeah. Born and raised. People say I have an accent. I don't hear it. Okay, whatever, Franklin. Franklin, what are you calling
0: for? What's uh, What's going on? Geez, you don't have to be rude. No, I'm not trying to, look, I'm just, I'm, I'm doing the podcast, and so I just, I mean, this is great. It's great that you call during the podcast. People can hear you and all of that, and I don't have to call you because most of the time, I call you when I'm doing the podcast. And then I have to talk to your son, Brian. You want
2: to talk to Brian? Let me get Brian. No, 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 no. Hang on, there we go. Brian. What? Brian. What? James Donald Taylor's on the phone. Who's that? You know, James Donald Taylor, my client, the Obi, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hugh McGregor's on the phone. Cool, I'll talk. No, 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 darling. It's it's James Allan the voice of Obi wan Kenobi on the Clone Wars. Oh, Obi, nobody. Yes. Oh, okay, hang on. Hey,
3: dude, what's up?
0: Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm good. Well, oh, that's that's lovely. Thank you.
3: But anyways,
0: what what do you want? I I don't want anything. Well, why'd you call me? I didn't call you. Your dad called me. I still don't know why he called me. And now he... Why don't you ask him? Well, I, w- I would ask him if he didn't put you on the phone.
3: Well, why'd he put you on the phone?
0: No, he put you on the phone.
3: That's what I said.
0: Yeah, but you said me. No, I didn't. Okay, whatever. He put you on the phone thinking I wanted to talk to you.
3: So what's up? Why do you want to talk to me?
0: Nothing. know. I, I... I'm doing my podcast and I'm...
3: Am I on the podcast right now? Yes. Cool. Hey, dudes and dudettes, this is Brian, Franklin's son, and and you should come on out and hang on my podcast, Brian's Place. We got a lot of- Whoa,
0: whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa.
0: You have a podcast now?
3: Yeah, it's it's called Brian's Place.
0: Brian's Place. And what do you do? We sit
3: around, we talk about stuff.
0: Yeah? Like what?
3: Not you. Okay, well, I didn't ask that. Whatever, dude. People, all you people listening to this dumb show should come and listen. Hey,
0: hey, 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 hey.
3: Whatever, dude. Come listen to Brian's Place. It's on all the podcast places. You should do it. It's rad. We'll be rad. And we're a rad show. Dad. What? Dad. What? Take the phone. I don't want to talk to Noby Kobe Noby. Oh, yeah, didn't know me. Don't call him, Dad.
0: Hello, darling. Okay, uh, thank thank you. Tell Brian thank you. Oh, you want to talk to Brian again? No, no, I don't. Brian! What? Franklin! Franklin! What? I, I don't want to talk to him again.
2: Okay. I mean, I don't want to talk to him either, but, you know, gave me a little break. <laughs> oh, a tooth.
0: All right, Franklin.
2: What, darling? Why
0: did you call me?
2: Oh, oh, I totally forgot.
0: You forgot why you called me, or you forgot? No, I forgot that I called you
2: to tell you something that I forgot that i tell you, and then now I remember what you. but I knew, I didn't really forget it, because I knew exactly why, but I forgot that I forgot to tell you of that, that.
0: Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> What's up? Okay, prepare yourself. All right. <laughs> For what? It's very exciting. Very, very exciting. I got something. I got an email. Okay for you. All right. About you. Okay.
2: And it, it's, it's very exciting. Are you, are you, hold, are you sitting down?
0: No, I, I'm, I'm actually standing right
2: now. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. You stand a lot.
0: Well, I have a sit stand desk.
2: I know, it's wonderful. You got it from, Oh, you should talk about it then. Maybe they'll give you something. No, no, Franklin, look, that's not, I don't do that on the show, okay? I don't
0: make any money on this show. I just do the show. I talk about products I like, and Argosy is the company.
2: Yeah, yeah, say that, Argosy.
0: Argosy made the boy. Vo- yeah, they made the, they, Argosy made the console, the sit-stand desk, studio desk that I have, that I sit and stand at. But, um... And I'll always, I'll happily give them a plug. But they're not asking, they're not paying me or anything.
2: Well, they should, because I'd get them to pay. Yeah, I'd like to see you try that. Okay, no, all right. Anyways. You sitting? No, I'm standing. All right, well, maybe you should put it into sit-down mode and you should sit down.
0: I'm good standing. Just tell me what email, what did you get, what happened?
2: All right, you ready? Yes! Prepare yourself, this is big, this is huge. Okay. You got an invitation yes to go yes oh this is so exciting oh
0: i'm so excited i toot all right okay just tell me I got... invitation to go where
2: to the new disney star wars
0: world place the edge of the galaxy galaxy's edge
2: yes the galaxy's edge you got an invitation to go to galaxy's edge with the style of in disney and the star wars huh? oh i toot it again i'm so excited yeah, but
0: Franklin, Franklin.
2: Yes, I know it's exciting. Huh? Franklin,
0: Franklin. I know you can't, you, you can't even speak. No, Franklin, <laughs> Franklin. What? I already got that invitation. What do you mean? I mean that was last week. I went. What? Yeah. I got the invitation.
2: You didn't follow up on it. I followed my wife, Allison. Oh, I love Allison. How's Allison? Tell her, hello, Allison. Don't you know, Allison?
0: Okay, that's not the song at all, and I don't even know why you're doing that, but I will tell her you said hello. All oh,
2: right, Yeah, I love, she's a dear.
0: Yeah, well, you know, she's the manager here, and she makes sure you're on track. Yes, yeah, she does. Oh, she did a wonderful job. Allison, Allison, Allison. Now you're singing another song.
2: Well, I'm just excited anyways.
0: Go ahead. What about it? Well, she handled it all, and
2: they, yeah, they contacted us, and it was last week. Oh, I thought it was, uh, let me look at the email. Hang on, hang on, I gotta get on the computer. All right, no yeah, talk to Brian. No, 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 Franklin! No! Fr- oh. Hello? Hi, Brian.
3: Brian's place, is, it comes out every Friday, nine, nine o'clock at night, Brian's place. Check it out on the podcast places.
0: All right. Thank you, Brian.
3: Give me the phone. Give me the phone. Give me
2: the All right. Hello. I got, you, you know what? I got on the computer.
3: Yeah. And I looked. Yeah.
2: And you were right. I know I'm right. I already went. All right.
0: How was it? <laughs> well, I'm actually going to talk about that on the podcast
2: today. Oh, that's exciting. That's a good idea. You should do it. You should go and you should talk about it and talk and give you a review. And people will people will want to listen to your podcast now. This will get more people on the show and listening to the show because you give a review of the Edge of the Galaxy.
0: Galaxy's Edge. Get the name. Nobody on the show. You guys. Hank and you. You guys can't get anything right. It's no wonder my career has never gotten farther with the people I'm surrounded by. That's never I, look, I'm kidding. I love you, Franklin.
2: Oh, I love you, too. Don't you know I love you? All right, that's not a song either, but thank you. All right, anyways, do a review of it on your show, and then you'll get more followers. I know, but, you know, I'm happy
0: with the following I have. We have a little fellowship here, as we call it.
2: Yeah, the Jackass Fellowship, like the Lord of the Ringos. Rings. Yeah, what'd I say? Ringos. Who, my Hank? <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. What? What
0: are you talking about? The rings of the lords? No, Laura. Lord now you're reversing things like he did before. Okay, both you guys.
2: Anyways, do a review of it. It'd be wonderful. People would want to know. What do you? What did you think? Give me the review. Well, I'm gonna talk about it later in the show. I know, but just tell me. Did you like it? Was it fun? Did you see? Did you see R2 R R2-D2. R2D2. Did you see him? a little beep beep beep? But I love it a little. Oh, you Oh R2D R2D duty Doody, doody. No, no. Uh, Actually, you know
0: what? I did see R2-D2. I did. Um, But uh, I'm going to talk about it later.
2: All right. Just give me a little. Did you like it?
0: It was very nice.
2: All right. All right. It's very exciting. I'm so glad I could put that all together for you.
0: You didn't put it together. My wife put it together. Allison.
2: Allison, you know this world is hurting you.
0: Okay, that's not the words, but that is the song at least, Allison. You got that by Elvis Costello. And uh, okay, and this world is hurting her because of people like you not doing your job. Oh, I'm so hurt. Uh, you know I'm kidding. I know that, darling. I love you. Oh, I toot. All right, Franklin. Um, I, I'll, like, I'm gonna, now I'm flustered. I don't even know. Okay, I'm
2: going to go. I got to do the show. You made a rhyme, darling.
0: <laughs> yes, I did. Okay, Franklin. Bye-bye. I love you. I'll talk to you later.
2: I love you too, darling. All right. I'll get you more work. And I'll believe it when I see it. All right, darling. I love you. All right, I love you too. What is this? I love you is all of us all over. I love you too, Franklin. Oh, I love you too, Hank.
0: All right, everybody loves each other.
2: I don't love any of you. Oh. Brian, that's not nice.
0: All right, okay. I'll see you later, Franklin. Bye-bye. Oh,
2: bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's great. Franklin got me an invitation to Galaxy's Edge or the Edge of the Galaxy. So, uh, yes, everybody listening to the James Arnold Taylor podcast, um, I, you got your water? Ah, that's good water. When you listen to the James Arnold Taylor podcast, you have some water and you have uh, some time deep breathing and relax. This is your time. It's your time to relax and enjoy, laugh a little. Okay, now I am going to sit down. Oh, Take a load off. It's exhausting talking to Franklin. So anyways, uh, went to Star Wars land, Galaxy's Edge, on Wednesday of last week. Did not do the podcast. Again, my apologies. We took two whole weeks off from the podcast. But, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I hope many of you, uh, you know, what I do hope is that it gave some of you a chance to catch up. And um, others, I know some of you have commented. I saw a few comments from people saying they were re-listening. And uh, that's lovely. And because so many of you are just absolutely wonderful. Well, all of you are absolutely wonderful. All of you that listen to the James Arnold Taylor podcast are wonderful. But so many of you are wonderful with your um, comments and reviews. In fact, let's go to iTunes. Did you hear they're getting rid of iTunes? This is kind of a big deal. I heard that, yeah, iTunes is going to leave. They're going or they're going to they're going to get rid of iTunes so they can then instead come up with a, a separate one for movies and TV, and a separate one for music, and a separate, you know. So uh, it's just it's just another way that they can make more money. <laughs> what a surprise! We're gonna charge you more for this and that and the other, you know. We got our Apple Music, and then you got your iTunes, and then you got your. Anyways, um, but uh, if you go to the uh, James Arnold Taylor podcast, let's see, James. Arnold, What happens if I do that? What happens if I just, uh, James Arnold Taylor? Uh, somebody change my picture on Wikipedia again. All right. I don't know. Here's what I don't like about Wikipedia. Wikipedia, I, I love you. You're all great. I love you too, Wikipedia. All right. Thank you, Hank. Um, But the thing I don't like is that people can just change stuff whenever they want. And uh, if you're one of the people listening and you put, you changed this photo on my Wikipedia page, cut it out. <laughs> All right, Because everybody always chooses the worst photos in the world to put. There was the worst picture of me ever, uh, like taken from way back I, on stage. It was weird on stage doing my show. It was a weird shot. It was like it, and this isn't a, like nobody takes like people take and put their own picture they've taken of me and put it on Wikipedia. And I don't like that. I can't control. So like for me to change the photo on Wikipedia it takes an act of God. It's just, it's too much. But anyway, so look at that. So somebody changed my photo on Wikipedia again. If you're, if you're the one that changed it, stop it, okay? And if you know how to change the picture on Wikipedia, somebody listening, change it to the picture of me with all the microphones and stuff. That's a better picture. Anyways, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was I was going to check and see Arnold Taylor... Podcast.
2: What happens
0: if I go here? There it is. I wanted to read some of the reviews. Shall we read some reviews? Let's read some reviews. Listen to this daily, says Matthew Rule 525-2019. I cannot begin to express how much this podcast has helped me. Jat really lives up to his motto of being an ambassador of inspiration. Not only that, he's helped me learn to overcome my fear, my inner demons and my own inhibitions from chasing my dreams. Mr. Taylor, if you're reading this, thank you so much. And if anyone is reading this because they are trying to figure out if this is a good show to listen to, do it. It's funny, inspirational and you just have good a good fun time. Thank you, Matthew. That's awesome, Matthew Rule. Let's see. Uh, A7X fan JDubs17 wrote The podcast you're looking for. Full of fun and especially positivity. Jat is an amazing guy and his episodes are a highlight of my playlist. That's so nice. Solo photographer says, incredible. Wow, what a podcast. I'm not really a podcast person, but when you're a favorite voice actor of all time, oh, come on, goes ahead and drops a wonderful series you just... Stop and listen. I recommend this podcast to everyone, capital letters, Star Wars fans, pop culture fans, and especially those who are looking for tips and tricks with voice acting. And if you like some incredible stories involving Disney and celebrities and conventions, this is the podcast you're looking for. Love you, James. May the force be with you always. That's very nice. Thank you, solo photographer. Uh, Look at this, Andrea Riccardi. Uh, who is a fan of the show, and we've we've taken letters from her before. She's beautiful, inspiring, life-changing. James Arnold Taylor is a man of many talents, but above everything else he is capable of doing as an actor and as a performer, he shows that he's even more by being a light for those to follow. Not only can he make you laugh and smile, he can make you think. Not only does he give advice, but he's receptive and communicative, to his fans and visitors that interact with him across multiple platforms. He shows that he genuinely cares as a human being, and as a Christian, he encompasses all that a Christian should be, loving, humble, and caring. Each episode is a new adventure. You're never really sure what to expect, but each is a genuine treasure that is sure to stay on your mind and heart long after the episode wraps up. Give James a listen and write him a message. He loves his fans just as much as we love him. I'm looking forward to many more episodes to come. Isn't that sweet? Five stars. Now, look, I know you could go, geez, this guy's getting on his podcast and he's reading reviews about him. (laughs) It, It could be taken that way. However, what I'm trying to do is read some of the nice things that some of you that are listening to the podcast do. So one, you get your name on the podcast. Two, you hear me read your review. And three, you know, I've read it and see it. Four, other people hear it. And if they're new to the podcast right now, for example, they go, oh, look, there's all this fun stuff to learn about. (laughs) Although for now, he's just talking about himself. Well, it is called Talking to Myself. Let's see, Landon Towers, I'll read a few more. Inspiring, thanks so much. This podcast is so amazing. It lifts my spirits and inspires me on every listen consistently i'm 17 and an aspiring actor and filmmaker seeing someone real outspoken and passionate about their faith is very refreshing and an amazing thing that fills me with hope i wish one day to work and thrive in the hollywood industry and this gives me confidence that if it is the lord's will and i put my all into it i can and will make it no doubt hollywood watch out i want you to know if you ever read this that i appreciate your prayers and will pray continually for you as well Keep up the great work. I hope one day I might be able to meet you, but if not, I hope you know you mean a lot to many people. May the Lord Jesus be with you, Landon Jin Forsberg. Thank you, Landon. I did read it, and I am so the thing you all got to know again. Me reading all these uh, reviews, and there's there's so many wonderful reviews here, and I'll I'll read more. Um, you have no idea how much it touches my heart. And so when I took two weeks off from doing the podcast, I spent a lot of time. Thinking about the podcast, praying about the podcast, reading so many of your emails and stuff and reading reviews like this and everything and just seeing the impact. Sometimes it's good to step away. Uh, It wasn't like I needed to step away. I haven't wanted to step away. I love doing this podcast. I really enjoy it. I wish I got paid uh, to do it only in, (laughs) only in that then I wouldn't have to leave to go do other things to pay the bills. You see, because like every day I have to go and I have to work and pay the bills and stuff. And this podcast I do out of a love for it and for all of you and as a way of saying thank you. And um, and so that, yeah, so it would be neat. That's all I mean by that. Like, it'd be great. It would be wonderful to actually get paid to do this. And that way I could just do this all day, you know, interact with all of you, help people. Uh, it's just, it's it's great. So there you go. So uh thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. We have some great emails we're gonna read later. Bob's picked out some good ones and we're gonna do that. Uh let's uh let's see. Um amazing podcast, great listen. Listen to it every week, very entertaining. That's Wheeze319 K-Man with a smiley face. Uh, CWF1234 says, an excellent podcast. James Arnold Taylor is an outstanding voice actor. Of Obi-Wan Kenobi Ratchet, Spider-Man, T Dis, Fred Flintstone the Fall of the Minions, and others. I always forget I voiced the minions there. I had my email. Read in episode 10, and I was amazed. Look at that. <laughs> uh, Jules580 says, love it. If you like voice acting, radio, Star Wars, and or wholesome stuff, then listen to the Jackcast. Been listening since episode one. I may have read some of these already. I'm sorry if I'm repeating uh, ones that I've read before. Uh, so many wonderful, wonderful uh, reviews of the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Five out of five ratings. Look at that. Everybody's given me a five out of five rating. Out of 117 ratings, wouldn't it be wonderful if it got recognized by Apple and such and others and um, we took it farther? It would be wonderful. But you know what? At the same time, who cares, right? Because we're all just having a good time uh, listening and having fun on the show here. So let's get to it. But thank you. And if you want to, so by the way, if you're listening on iTunes, which is, I don't know what iTunes is going to become. I don't know if they're going to create a different thing, but if you're on there, Please give me five stars, please uh, take the time to go over and put a five star rating on and click that. I mean, that literally takes half of a half of a second to click uh, five stars. And, uh, but if you want to write me a review, uh, go ahead and write me a review on iTunes as well, and perhaps I'll read it like I've read some of these. It'd be wonderful, and I would be so appreciative. It's like all of you go, how can we thank you, James, for what you do with the podcast? By giving me good ratings, by letting other people know about it, by sharing it with people. Um, you know, you can send the links to people and share it with people. Find an episode that really touched your heart and share it with someone else, okay? Um, that's, that's the great way you can help me, and uh, I would be so... So grateful if you did. And you know what I love is whenever I say that on the show, people always do it. You all do it. That's great. Taking a little more water. Come on, drink some water, everybody. Man, water is good. Whew, that is some good water. You ever drink water and just think, wow, that's a, that's a, what an amazing gift water is. If we didn't have water, what the heck? Because many of you drink the soda pop and stuff. And uh, Coca-Cola and Pepsi and all that junk. Oh, gosh. And Diet Coke. Please, if you're listening and you're one of those people that is uh, somewhat addicted to Diet Coke, I am praying for you right now. In fact, you know what? I I know. Crazy, crazy James Christian guy. This is how I am. This is who I am. See, if you're somebody of faith, this is what happens a lot. People say, oh, I'll I'll pray for you. And we say we're going to pray. And sometimes we pray and sometimes we forget. So, What I try to do is if I say I'm going to pray for somebody, I pray for them right then. And sometimes it makes people uncomfortable uh, with the thought of that. And so I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable because that's the last thing I want to do. But I think by the end of it, they go, oh, that's just, that's nice. That's sweet. So I pray for everybody listening that has struggles with eating or food or drink or eating the junk food. I pray, Lord, that you would lift that burden from them and that they would feel freedom and feel a breaking and an ability to get away from all of that stuff that is just not good for you. And I pray that in the name of Jesus. And so, uh, for all of you that, that makes uncomfortable. Let me just explain to you as a Christian, when I pray, I pray to Jesus. And so uh, it's no big deal. It's, and it's, it shouldn't be weird or freaky or, or gross or any of that to any of you or wig you out. Uh, And if it does, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, but because that's who I believe in, that's who I pray to. So I end each prayer in his name, in, in Christ's name, you see. But the weird thing is, is that I think Jesus, sometimes it has a it has a strange connotation to people. People don't want it. They're uncomfortable saying even the name. And to me, as a Christian, that's all the more proof that it's actually the real truth. Because if we weren't uncomfortable with it, then no big deal. Like nobody's really uncomfortable saying Buddha or you know any 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 other uh, religious names or Allah or any of these things. nobody's really uncomfortable saying those things. I don't know maybe some people are i, I <laughs> I'm assuming a lot i get the I get the impression that nobody's really uncomfortable mentioning those things, but people get uncomfortable or they make fun of jesus nobody really makes fun of the other names the other things the other beliefs but they make fun of jesus or they get uncomfortable with jesus or they just kind of go whatever they think it's weird and so to me as a christian that has studied and studied all of it that to me says all the more that that's actually the real truth because only the real truth would be uncomfortable to people that are resisting it you see I don't know. Maybe I'm getting too politically religious there. I don't know. I may cut that part out. Sorry. Anyways, um, so that's what I do. I, I pray. I pray to Jesus. So I'm sorry. Anyways, uh, and I do pray for people. So that's the whole thing is I, I just try to just pray for people because, you know, here's the thing, no matter what you believe, whether you're an atheist or whether you're a, a Jew or a Muslim or a new age person or a Buddhist or a Mormon or a Jehovah's Witness or a Christian, um, you should be able to feel comfortable praying. It's just like if somebody came up to you, uh, because if you're an atheist or a, a nun, as they call them, so many of you are nuns, not like nuns like in <laughs> and Catholic, like nuns, that um, where the, the habits and all that stuff, but uh, nun, N-O-N-E, that's what a lot of like uh, millennials and Generation Zers are calling themselves is nun, meaning I believe in nothing. None. Like I, I believe in none of that stuff. So, like, if you're somebody that is like that, and you're having lunch with a buddy, or a, a, a friend, a gal or a guy or whatever, um, and they're talking about their problems, and you say, and you give them a little pep talk, and you go, "Hey, man, you know what? I just I see everything that's going on in your life, and I just." I see like a bright future for you, whether that's happening or not, but man, you can do it. And I believe in you and just know that I am rooting for you. And I I am hoping the best for you and all of that. You would say that, right? Guess what? That's the same as me praying. That's, that's really what I'm doing. Except the only difference is it's not just me hoping that it's me then hoping that, and then handing that off to a power that is higher and greater and more powerful than me in God. Uh, and handing it to him and going, so can you take this, these hopes and prayers and dreams that I have for this person or this situation, and can you take those and honor them? Because see, uh, in, in my belief system, he does because he says he does. He says that he hears each of our prayers and he he wants to give us the desires of our hearts. It has to, they have to line up. They have to be good desires. That's why I always say, if you have a dream, make sure it's one that isn't just to benefit you on a financial or an egotistical way or whatever, but it, that it truly benefits you and others and it, it, and it's better for the world. Um, and so that's like when I give my prayers up to, to, to God, when I pray for all of you, because I do, I pray for all of you as my fans, as as my listeners, as my friends. Um, I pray for my family. I pray for my, my close friends and such. I pray for myself. Um, I'm just saying this is what I'm hopeful for. This is what I'm hopeful for. And so my whole point is is see, my whole point is what my point is with this entire podcast, every time is I want to make it normal. I want you to at least go, at least with James Arnold Taylor. He's not hiding anything, and it's normal. Yeah, he's a Christian and he talks about Jesus a lot and he talks about his faith a lot, but that's just him. And you know what? It's kind of cool that he does it, that he talks about it because whether I believe in it or not, because I don't have to, and he doesn't force me to believe in it. He's not shaking his finger at me. He's just saying, I want you to understand it. Just like I want to understand everybody else. See, the, the world is a better place when we all just at least understand each other. When we have an understanding of what our fellow human being believes, feels, takes in, perceives... That helps us. And then the next step is to not be bothered by that. <laughs> that's that's the biggest thing is to not be bothered by what moves them, speaks to them, works with them, works for them. And, and so the more we make it normal for all of us to just be able to talk openly about what we believe, the better off we are getting towards doing away with all of the stuff that that honestly the entertainment industry that i work in and the media and all of that is trying to divide us on i really do believe that there is a that underlying message of let's divide people you know let's make everybody oh you're a christian so you believe that you know it's like well no not all christians believe everything that People say they do, just like not all uh, Buddhists or Muslims or Jewish people or, you know, any other fa- or atheists, you know, I mean, how many atheists have I encountered or know that are like, I don't, I'm not angry at Christians. I just don't believe, you know, or I'm not angry at this person or that person. I've just, I just don't believe it, you know, and that's, that's fine. Each person should be on their own journey and they should be able to find and figure out what it is they believe, why they believe it, and how they believe it. I say that all the time on this show, and I apologize if I'm repeating myself, but I I actually, I don't apologize because, again, the only way we learn is by repetition, So that's why I actually, there's a method to my madness. I do it on purpose because I want you to constantly be hearing. And I want you to be, you know, look again, just like why I talk about my faith on this show. I want it to be normal to you. I don't want it to be weird for you or, you know, for many of you that have been hurt by religion, that have been hurt by people that, that are just sadly confused or misled by their own religious beliefs. We are not to judge. We are not, we're not to judge. We really aren't. We're not. We are to judge right and wrong in that when I say that, there's a fine line in judgment in that. It's not like sitting in judgment, but we are to judge, should I go do this or should I go do that? Well, that's not going to be good for me and that's not right. So we are judges of everything we do within that. Within our daily basis, right, that we should judge things as right or wrong as to what is good and healthy and right for us and our family and the people around us and our friends. But we should not judge someone for thinking or believing a certain way. Uh, and and we don't need to let anybody put anything on us. So, for example, I am not trying to put my religion on on any of you because for one I don't think it's a religion it's a, it's a faith It's I would say faith I would not say religion because religion had to me has negative connotations religion is um, a lot of rules a lot of regulations and it's not to say look here's the other thing it's not to say I don't live by a lot of rules and regulations that I set up for myself but those are those are um, just my own morals and those are based on my belief system so they are based on My faith, but not my religion as a Christian. I know that it sounds crazy, but many of you, I hope, are listening and going, yeah, man, yeah, I totally get that. And I hope many of you that are listening that are saying, yeah, man, I totally get that, are not just Christians. Because I know many of you are Christians, and that's the other thing that's wonderful about this, as I'm so grateful for that. And many of you are young Christians trying to find your way. Many of you are listening, of, you know, when you're in school and stuff, and you, you grew up with religion, and maybe you grew up with wonderful religion, you know, uh, faith, religion, spirituality, Christianity um, within your home, and you have good memories of it, but it's not for you. You kind of feel like, but well, that was my parents' thing and I want to find my own thing. Guess what? You can still be Christian and find your own thing. You know? That's why that's like, you know, for me, I go to a church that is uh, Lutheran and we have the 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 organ and the choir sings and then we do old hymns and I love that and everybody dresses up and it's just nice. Uh, it's not stodgy. It's not like what you see on television where the people are all going and, you all going to hell, you know, <laughs> um, but it is a more traditional church, but it's, it's, um, they also have services there later in the day where they have a rock band playing and they play just regular old, you know, like uh, more contemporary music. That's not for me. That's not what I enjoy. I don't, I don't enjoy that. I've been to many, many, many churches like that uh, for many years and it just never was my thing. I like the old hymns and stuff. It's just, what I like. It's just like, well, what color do you like? I like blue. I like red. I like gold. I like silver, whatever. You know, um, I say gold and silver cause my, 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 my daughter, I was gonna say my sister, my daughter loves her favorite color is gold. <laughs> okay. That, uh, I'm in trouble. Well, actually whoever she ends up with is in trouble. She's gonna like a lot of gold anyways. Um, so you know what I'm saying is it's, it's all about preferences, but it's also what, It's not just what makes you feel good because you don't want to just do what makes you feel good. You want to get out of your comfort zone sometimes too. But it is about um, what makes you feel joy. Okay, ooh, there's the difference. Not what makes you feel good, but what makes you feel joy. You say, James, is there a difference? Yes. Feel good can be uh, immediate earthly pleasure, you know, gratification, instant gratification. But joy... Is a, is a resonating feeling within your whole body, spirit, soul, where you just feel comfort and at home. And it even, because I can be having a terrible day. I can be that, but I can be at home and be joyful of that. Like, at least I have my footing here, you know, or I can be around my wife. It can be a terrible time going on around us, drama or something. But we're together and I feel the joy of that relationship and I'll get through it because I have her with me, you see, or friends or, you know, whatever. But, oh, this feels good as I eat this chocolate cake. Mm, That's not joy. That's instant gratification. That is um, human fulfillment of, you know, trying trying to satiate something that you can't get to, which is joy. So that's why, uh, <laughs> here we are 40 some odd minutes into the podcast and I have not even talked about Galaxy's Edge yet, which I know that's where you're like, I'm only listening to hear what his review of Galaxy's Edge is. Uh, but, uh, I'm, and I got off on a tangent. Here's the conclusion I came to in taking two weeks off because here's what I struggle with on this show. The show is called talking to myself. I want it to be entertaining for all of you. I want to talk about my life as a voice actor In Hollywood and working on things. Here's the tricky part. I can't talk about anything I'm currently doing because legally I'm bound to contracts that say I can't do that. So I can't really talk about those things. I can tell you old stories and I do often tell you stories about all of it. But after a while, I feel like it's all kind of like, okay, yeah, it's fine. And so when it comes up, I tell them and I do. Uh, But even then some of it, I have to still watch the content. I can't play you anything that I've done. I can recreate things, but I can't play you anything. Just like I can't play music. Like there's tons of music I would love to play on this podcast for you, of songs I like and stuff, but I can't because of rights. So what the conclusion I come to as well is that the desire of my heart is to share with you all who I am. And the joy that I find in my life through my faith and my family and my friends and my fan base. Ooh, it's all a bunch of F's. Faith, family, Friends, fans, fellowship. That's what this has ended up being for me, is a place to talk to you about all of that and to try to show you a normal person's life. As normal as I can be for somebody that works in Hollywood, <laughs> in the entertainment industry, which is fantasy land, and is a person of faith, which is fantasy land to many of you as well, which I respect. I understand that. I get it. Um. So... I want to show you that I can, I'm i a pretty normal person. If you were sitting down at a table with me to have a meal, you go, he's, he's genuine in it. I mean, he might be completely misled, but he's genuine. And you may believe that. And you know, that's, here's the thing. I'm fine with you thinking that only if you've taken every step to come to that conclusion. And no matter what you do, that's the conclusion you come to. But not if you're just going, well, because I put walls up when it comes to religion or belief systems and stuff. And so I don't want it. Because the other thing is, is I'm a, I'm a pretty easygoing guy in regards to all of that. So, you know, um, uh, maybe I'm not your average Christian. I don't know. I, I, I would like to think that I am. I would like to think that most Christians think and believe the way that I do. And uh, so there you go. Anyways, um, that's all going off on a tangent of hoping you all don't drink, because uh, I took a sip of water, and hoping you don't drink the soda. Look, Coca-Cola and everything, is fine every once in a while. Uh, I don't have it. I haven't had a Coca-Cola in, I think, about 15 years, at least. Um, but uh, what, here's what I do have. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. You'll think I'm nuts. But so I get sparkling water. I drink sparkling water. That's kind of my big thing. And now what you can do, and there's this coffee shop down the street from us called Longevity Now. Now, if you go to longevity warehouse, go to longevitywarehouse.com. Again, I get paid nothing for all of this. They don't even know I exist, these folks at Longevity Warehouse. But all of you that are looking for a healthier life, a healthier lifestyle, better things to get yourself off of the things that are bad for you. Go to Longevity Warehouse, right? And look at products, new products. And if you search, I'm trying to find it. Oh, yeah. Cola. These, okay. Now, I don't know how much. Now, if all of you drink Coca-Cola, I don't know how much you spend on that. I know it's pretty cheap nowadays to buy a Coke or a Pepsi or Sprite or Mountain Dew. Ooh. Here's the healthy alternative to all of that. Uh, you go to Longevity Warehouse, and they have these cola. Uh, they're little tinctures, as they call them. They're little, um, little jars with little eyedropper type droppers, and they. It's filled with. Um, uh, like, like you make you basically you're making your own soda. It's as if you took the the Coca Cola syrup and put it in a, a glass full of seltzer water and you make your own cola, which is how they used to do it at the old um, soda fountains and stuff, right? But these ones, these sodas, they have cola, they have root beer, they have cherry, they have uh, fruit flavor, they have lemon lime, they have orange, they have vanilla, they have all these flavors. We have all of them. And uh, there's a bundle of them for you get and they're they're made with really good things they are made with stuff and I know you're going oh my gosh sign me off James you're nuts you're a crazy see that's the other thing that gets people for uh, for me as a uh, as a Christian uh, is I'm also kind of a hippy dippy dude and I like a lot of this stuff because of when I got sick and lost my voice to toxic mold I had to find a lot of holistic routes and so I don't eat sugar I don't eat dairy I don't eat gluten I don't eat processed foods. I uh, try to eat as organic and whole as I can. And I, know, I know many of you go, well, James, that's fine. You're you're a voice actor. You make all this money and you can do that. I, I don't make a ton of money. I make a good living. And uh, I manage to, uh, I do spend a lot of money on food. I'll be honest, yes. Uh, eating organic can be a little bit more expensive. But you know what? In the long run, it's better for you. You feel better. You live better. You live longer. And then you don't spend all of your money on drugs, trying to correct all of the problems with your body from not eating as healthy. That's one way of looking at it. Uh, And you have a clearer mind and you feel better and you breathe better and you uh, can get into exercise, all that stuff. There's so many good reasons to eat healthy. And you don't have to eat as perfectly organic and non-processed as me, but you can make little steps and that's why I always try to share. So if you're somebody that's hooked on sodas, you can go to Longevity Warehouse and search soda Okay. All the various little droppers of concentrated soda extract that you can make your own sodas with that are all healthy. They're sugar free. Okay. They're sugar free. The root beer tastes like root beer, the cola tastes like cola. And they've got a whole seven pack of all of the flavors. I have all the flavors. Uh, So they've got root beer, cherry cola, orange A, lemon lime, vanilla, cream, cola, and super berry. And so you're saying, but how much is that? So for just like the soda, the, the cola one, if you just want soda, it's $24 for a little jar of that. And you go, well, $24? Oh my gosh, James, that's so expensive. Yes, but think of it this way. You get multiple sodas from that dropper. So each couple of drops makes a soda. So it's not just one time, like, you know, with, with Coca-Cola and stuff like that. So you could get like many, many sodas, many cans of soda from one little bottle. And then you get one of those little, because we have one of those penguins that makes, makes the seltzer water. So you put water in it and, and it carbonates it. And then we make our own sodas. Yes, it's going to be, look, I'm not going to lie. It's going to be a little bit more expensive than just going to Costco and buying your sodas. However, it's it's good for you. It's, it's not, it has no toxins. It has no preservatives. It has no chemicals. It has no sugar in it. And it's a good way to get off of cola and see how you feel. All right. So there you go. I'm I'm off on a tangent again, but that, that was my whole point there is for all of you because I know that many of us I look, I I was addicted to cherry coke when I was in my twenties, man. That was my that was my jam. I would I would drink all that stuff. Just garbage. I was just so anyways, so there you go. So uh you know still gonna talk about Galaxy's Edge here at some point in the show. <laughs> <laughs> this is my big tease to get you all to uh but I'm off on all sorts of tangents today cuz it's good to be back. So check it out longevity now or longevitywarehouse.com. L O N G E V I T Y W A R E H O U S E.com. longevitywarehouse.com and look through all their products. They sell all sorts of healthy stuff. We get a lot of stuff from them. And yeah, if you're not used to this, you're going to look at it and you're going to go, this is a bunch of weird stuff, James. (laughs) James Arnold Taylor is one of those weird, healthy, hippie dudes. I'm not, but I kind of am as well. It's a lot of Chinese medicine and stuff. um, But look, here's the thing about Chinese medicine. It's been around for uh, several thousand years and uh, it works. It works. It's worked for me. It's worked very well for me. So there you go. All right. Uh, and best of luck for all of you that are drinking them sodas and stuff and, uh, see if you can find a way to uh, try some of this stuff out and see what you think. I mean, you may try it and just go, oh my gosh, that's terrible because you're so used to the sugar. Here's the weird thing. The flip side of all of that. My daughter has grown up eating no processed foods, no sugars. We never gave her any candy or any of that stuff when she was a kid. She had, she had fruit all the time. She had, um nut butters and all of those things and sweet things and we made all sorts of sweet stuff for and we would use brown rice syrup or we would use coconut sugar um sometimes agave but not really much even agave is a little too sweet for us but uh we would do all that and guess what she went to a birthday party yesterday and (laughs) they had all the usual junk food and they had the goldfish and the twizzlers and snickers and all that and we always tell her now we're like look if you want to try something you can try it because now she's old enough she's 14 Uh, She can make up her own mind. It's not good for you, and we'd prefer you to not eat it. But if you want to try it, you can try it, because we don't want you to feel like the weird outcast kid at the parties. So she tries this stuff, and she goes, it's terrible. There's this awful aftertaste. She can taste all the chemicals, because she's grown up eating clean. Now, here's the thing I can tell you as somebody that has done this for 15 years now, is after the first year, probably, my taste buds, my, my taster... Changed to where I could taste the difference. So now if I have something that is processed or full of sugar or garbage or anything, I just, ugh, like my body just goes yuck. So my point is, is if you're somebody that is trying to get off of these things and all that, Keep at it, okay? I'm praying for you, man. I pray that you're able to do it. I I I pray for strength for you. I really do. And endurance to get through it because it is hard to break free of the chains of of secular things like this, of 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 eating junk food, of eating too much, of eating too little, of looking at yourself and thinking you you're not pretty or or handsome or lovely or beautiful or uh, or being, you know, uh, bulimic or any of these, cause you know, all of these things terrible. And I pray that none of these things would be, uh, it makes me emotional. I don't want that for any of you. I don't want that for a single one of you. Okay. I really don't. I, I pray for the best for all of you. So if you're struggling with this, know that I know what you're going through. Okay. And I have gotten to the other side of it. That's what this whole podcast is about. Is me just telling you all, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. This is how I've got through. I have gotten through to the other side of many, many things. I have got many, 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 many more things to get to the other side of. I'm not perfect in any way. I'm still trying to figure life out. But I am telling you, these are the things that work for me. And this is why it works. And this is how it works. And this is what it is. And so I'm just hoping for the best for all of you. And for many of you that are interested in what I eat, how I eat, all of that. You know, again, I look in a perfect world. In a perfect world, I would have uh, a food channel, a, a um, an aspect or a, a portion of my YouTube channel that is devoted to showing you cooking and stuff. And I have been for many years. I've been talking about doing that, and I want to do that. And I've tried. It it's. It requires a lot of work because it requires me getting a film crew in here, shooting it. I mean, I can shoot some of it on my own with all the camera. I have all the gear to do it, but I have to go in and then I have to plan the meals and then I have to shoot the meals. Then I have to edit those. Then I have to produce those. And I want to do it right. I don't want to just have like, you know, a couple of cameras up and show you, here's how I make rice. You know, I, I want to do them really right for you. So uh, please bear with me. I I really hope I could shoot those someday. I really do. But um, <laughs> okay, I got to break for a second. There's two lizards sitting on the f- the the wall, the fence outside my window. There's two lizards next to each other <laughs> on the wall and they're doing those push-ups. They're so funny when they do little push-ups. Anyways, okay. Look, you go James, you're so annoying with that. You break away from what you were saying. I I don't have it all figured out, but I'm trying my best. And I've learned so much about diet and life and brain stuff and thinking and meditation and mindfulness and all of that and all of it all of it all of it i link back to my faith because all of it is an answered prayer from god where i said early on in my life please help me show me the way show me who you are show me you're real show me the way in my own life and help me get through and he does all the time so anyways um i just hope for the best for all of you i really do I really, really hope for the best for each one of you and any of you that are struggling with these things, please know you can get through it, okay? And you can email me at any point in time and just, uh, you can tell me specifics. You don't have to, you know, you, look, all of you, please know, uh, the email thing, there was a question at one point whether or not uh, people were getting my ones back and stuff. It seems like it's all working good and everybody's getting my emails back now when I email them. I'm sorry to many of you that I have not Emailed you back yet? I, I there's so many, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails that I need to get back to, but um, and maybe at some point in my life I, <laughs> I will, but please know I read them all. I read them all. I read them all. I I love them all. And if you just are like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to interact with him, but I need help. And if he wants to pray for me, and I don't believe, but if you want to pray for me, James just send me an email, go to jamesarnoldtaylor.com, click on the JAT show link and uh, fill out the thing, the JAT cast podcast as the choose a topic. Make sure you choose a topic. It could be a general comment. It could be whatever. And uh, if you just want to put a list, hey, James, here's what I need prayer for. Uh, I'll pray for you. Okay. Because um, that's, that's what I can do. All right. Well, James has been on his, faith-based soapbox now for uh, an hour or so on the podcast <laughs> and I have not talked about Galaxy's Edge shall I talk about Galaxy's Edge shall I tell you about my experience you're all like going yes James please alright but I'm gonna drink some water first you better drink some water If you, okay I'm not gonna tell you unless you drink some water
2: ah, that's good water that is good water
0: man okay so last week on Wednesday myself and Catherine Tabor the voice of Padme Amidala and my wife and my daughter packed in the car, drove off to Disneyland, and went to Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge. How did it work? Okay, well, it was an evening event. They were doing the big uh, kickoff. Some of you may have uh, seen it online. Uh, George Lucas was there. Uh, Bob Iger, the president of Disney, was there, and he did a whole big speech. And there was a teleprompter that was the size of Cleveland uh, <laughs> off on one side, and you could. The funny thing, it was so distracting. So Bob Iger gets up and. Uh, Right at the Millennium Falcon. They, they have the Millennial Falcon. The millennial, the millennial. I keep saying Millennial now. The Millennium Falcon. Falcon. I'm fr- I'm, I'm Hank all of a sudden. The Millennium... F- <laughs> he's at the Falcon. <laughs> I'm Porky Pig. Uh, the, the Millennium, the millennium the, the, the Falcon. He's up there at the Falcon, which they now have a full-size Falcon there. And you can see it. And he's given the whole welcome speech to Galaxy's Edge and the kickoff of it. And he brings up George Lucas... And then they bring up Billy D. Williams. And then they bring up Mark Hamill. And then they're like, well, how can we do this? And they come on, let's go. And they go to kick off the Chewbacca's up in the cockpit of the Falcon. And they say, Chewie, hit it. And uh, nothing happens. It it all goes down, right? So they go, if only we had someone here that could do this. And then you hear, I can help. You know, and and it's Harrison Ford. And Harrison Ford comes out. "Ah, Everybody's crazy. He starts the Falcon. He hits it and starts it. And the coolest thing in the world is then he says, Peter, this is for you. So he dedicated it all to Peter Mayhew. uh, The actor, of course, famous for playing Chewbacca, who was a dear friend of mine. His family is uh, dear to me. And, uh, I think the world of all of them and, and we are so saddened still for their loss of Peter Mayhew, all of our loss of Peter who passed away a few weeks ago. And, uh, So it was beautiful and wonderful that Harrison Ford dedicated that whole kicking off of Galaxy's Edge to Peter. Because we know Peter would have just loved to have been there. It was beautiful. That was the beautiful, wonderful part of it. Uh, The other parts. So we we got there at 5 o'clock. And we could not get in till six thirty. That's when they were opening it all up to all of us. And so they open it at Galaxy's Edge to us, and we had these special passes and everything. And we we go through. And so now only part of it is open now. The uh, the other the rise of the resistance or whatever the the ride, that ride, which is the one I'm really looking forward to uh, having people go on and hear the sights and sounds of. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, that one opens in August. But um, when I think Galaxy's Edge, Disney World, Florida opens as well. Anyways, so uh, but so right now Galaxy's Edge is Star Wars land and the only ride they have is the Millennium Falcon ride and uh, you can go on that. So we went on that after their big kickoff. We got there at 6.30, we hung out, we, uh, like, Jet Lucas was there, George's son Jet was there, and Mary, uh, who is Jet's girlfriend, who is just lovely, wonderful, they are, they are just a, they are a fun, wonderful, lovely couple. They are just good people. They're just straight up good people. You know, Jet Lucas, growing up closer to Star Wars than any of us, uh, and he's down to earth, and normal, and, uh, and just a great guy. So, God bless him. And um, so, we hung out with them. We saw Sam Witwer, Darth Maul. Ooh, I have a bad feeling about this. I don't. See, that's the hard part. Is Darth Maul such a bad guy to me because I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi? But Sam is not. Sam is a wonderful guy. <laughs> I love Sam. So there you go. So Sam was there and he was there with his brother and uh, Dave Filoni. And we saw Ashley and David Eckstein and uh, D was not there. Matt was not there. Tom Kane was there. That was great. Um, But Matt is, uh, I believe on location shooting something. And I don't know if I can say much about that, but, uh, Although I think they announced that he was doing that Netflix show. So he's, he's working on location doing a Netflix show. And D, I don't know where D Bradley Baker was, the voice of all the clones. But he was not there. I was very sad because I wanted to see D. But Tom Kane flew in from Kansas City. And he was there. And that was great to see him. So uh, it was a little Clone Wars reunion. We had a, a little reunion of all of us there. And um, we hung out and walked around. And we had what we call DSAs. Now my DSA for life is Brandon Tinsley. Brandon was my DSA at uh disney world every year when i hosted star wars weekends brandon was my so basically brandon was my handler he was the one that he was my guide my disney tour guide he would take me around everywhere and um, i love him like a brother he is like a brother to me now and he is just uh, one of the dearest people in the world to the taylor family he and his lovely wife hillary and their entire family we know all of them and they are all wonderful people and i have no idea if he listens to this so i'm not saying it to kiss up I'm saying it because I love Brandon and I I am so grateful for all the years, five years of he and I working together and I miss him. But so he was not there to take us around Galaxy's Edge. We had Chelsea and then we had Liz and they both were wonderful DSAs as they call them. Uh, I don't remember what it stands for, but I call them Disney special agents, but that's not really what it stands for. Anyways, uh, so they're Disney tour guides. So if you ever go to Disneyland or Disney World and you see those folks walking like a group of people around and they have like a checkered red checkered vest and a white shirt and either like uh, blue pants or a blue skirt or what have you, those are Disney uh, tour guides that give guided tours for all the people that slap down way too much money. I think it's like three grand a day to have somebody like that walk you around and they take you to the front of lines and all of that stuff. And so I, I'm very spoiled with Disney because that's whenever I go, that's, I usually have a tour guide given to me, assigned to me. And so uh, again, so we had Chelsea and then Chelsea had to duck out and we had Liz uh, later in the evening. So they took us all around and uh, took us through star Wars land, galaxy's edge. I like calling it star Wars land better. Although galaxy's edge is more appropriate after you kind of hear my review. You'll understand why I say that now. Did they do an amazing job yes is it very immersive yes is it um a full experience yes is it Star Wars it's new Star Wars for sure well if you're a fan of the last Jedi the Force awakens uh Rogue One I even though Rogue one I mean I say Rogue one only because it felt like the the sets of Rogue one um so and were they I don't remember were they in but two? In Rogue One, did they travel to Batuu? Because that's where it is. So basically, when you go to Galaxy's Edge, you're on the planet Batuu. Okay? I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Here's the thing. I have been a Star Wars actor for uh, almost 18 years now. I've been immersed in the world of Star Wars as a host, as a voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, I, I, all of that. I have I have voiced characters in all four of the, the Disney Star Wars movies. I have been involved in all of this very, very deeply. However, when I got to Galaxy's Edge, I felt as though I didn't know anything about that particular Star Wars. I felt out of the loop. And I'm I'm pretty well versed in Star Wars, but I felt out of the loop. I was like, I, because they're all saying rising suns and rising moons and they're speaking this language and they're all like people that live on the planet Batu, and they're speaking that language. Well, in A New Hope... Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, or any of the prequels—they—they they never did any of that. So, those are the Star Wars I know, as well as Clone Wars, and they didn't speak any of that. So I don't. So it's—it's it's all foreign to me, and all the sets look like a world set in Star Wars time, but not any that I recognize. Okay. So, uh, and the Falcons there. But, like, see, here's what I was expecting. Now, look, Disney, I love you all. I thank you for the invitation. This is None of this is a judgment. But I don't think it would be right if I didn't tell the truth of what I felt about my experience at Galaxy's Edge. First off, uh, I had a blast. We uh, enjoyed it thoroughly. There's a ton to look at. It's totally immersive. It is a full-on experience. The ride on the Millennium Falcon is beautifully put together. It's amazing, okay? The 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 gift shops that they have full of, they have Star Wars memorabilia like you've never seen before or believe as far as uh, things. I bought, a, I bought a Jedi robe, okay? I mean, it, and it fits and it's beautiful. Okay, so I am not knocking any of that. Here's the only thing I'm saying about it. As a 49-year-old Star Wars fan that grew up since seven years old with Star Wars, I did not feel outside of seeing the Millennium Falcon there as though anything else there was reflective of my Star Wars that I know and love. And so, and I, but I, you know, here's the thing I think they would say, yeah, we know that this is based off of the new movies because we own those movies, those are what we're putting out, that's our stuff. So, and 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 look, I get it. For the future, all the kids that are into Star Wars now will know that as their Star Wars. So when they go visit Galaxy's Edge 15 years from now, they're going to be like this is this is so immersive of the Star Wars I grew up with. So they're so Disney built this for the future of Star Wars. They did not build it for the past of Star Wars. Okay? In my perfect world, what I expected, what I would have loved, I think what, what most people that grew up with Star Wars would have uh loved. And and people are still gonna love it. People are gonna go there and go, Oh my gosh, it's amazing, it's fantastic. However, this is what I would have liked. I would have liked, because they built a Millennium Falcon, I want it to be in the hangar the where the landing bay. What is it, landing bay ninety-four, right? That that Han parked the Falcon on Mos Eisley. I, what I wanted was I wanted half of Star Wars land to be Tatooine and Mos Eisley and the cantina and the landing bay where the Falcon is parked. And that's where the Falcon is. And then you go onto the ride and then the other half of Star Wars land to be the death star. So you get the full light side, dark side experience and on, on, Tatooine, you got Jawas and sand people and troopers and aliens and 3PO and R2 and all of that going on. And then you go to the dark side, the other side of it, and it's uh, the Death Star basically and it's all cold and, you know, and tunnels and all of that. It feels like that. And you got troopers and you got, you know, uh, Imperials and all of that. That is not this experience at all. This is uh, the resistance. Is the whole like in secret here? And it's the what is it? The first see again, I, you know. I, I it's I was in these movies. I voiced characters in these films. I, I you know, but I can't get used to the lingo, the resistance and the first order, as opposed to the rebels and the empire. You know, the, di- <laughs> the light side and the dark side. I I still can't get used to it all. I so, but this is that's what this is. This is a first order uh, run planet and so the resistance is kind of in the background working and if you're part of the resistance then you can speak that language to some of the people when you're in different places and that's cool they're creating a whole vibe again did they do it beautifully yes is it incredibly well done of course it's Disney they have gazillions of dollars to do this and they're going to make gazillions of dollars from all of you that, that wait for years to go there however I'm just saying, if you're expecting it to feel like Star Wars you grew up with, it doesn't. And there's very little of that there. Like I noticed somebody, um, was it Becca? Becca Benjamin tweeted something about, um, will we see Padme and stuff? No, you won't. I mean, it's not like Star Wars Weekends either. See, Star Wars Weekends, we had Padme, we had Mace, we had Anakin, we had... uh, uh, Oh kit fisto we had all those people from the prequels wandering around and getting pictures and stuff none of that is here okay the stormtroopers are first order troopers they're not the classic stormtroopers they're first order troopers and that's a little weird too plus they kind of regurgitated recycled the old like you know these aren't the droids you're looking for
3: these aren't the droids we're looking for
0: he can go about his business
3: you can go about your business
2: move
0: along
3: move
2: along
0: move along uh, that you would if you go to Disney World and, and there were the, the two troopers walking around and they're joking with people and they're harassing them they, they're they doing that here with First Order troopers that feels a little weird to me because that has not been really established as a like this all this new Star Wars is not funny and you know they they made a big point to that when we were making the last year of Star Wars weekends to say is Star Wars is not funny there are comical moments that may happen within the world of Star Wars but make no bones about it we're not going to have Darth Vader dancing around till you can't touch this and stormtroopers making jokes and stuff but now they still kind of have the stormtroopers the first order troopers see those are those are those are first order troopers those are not stormtroopers so anyway so it's a different world so did i all in all did i enjoy my experience yes i i enjoyed the taking it all in and seeing it it felt like i was on a movie set for star wars for a new star wars movie a new star wars movie uh, in a place that I'm not familiar with. Uh, but the next morning when I woke up, I felt a little depressed. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. I, please know if you're someone from Disney and you're listening to this, please don't like fire me and not hire me anymore because if I'm giving my actual honest opinion of Star Wars Land. And I have friends that have worked for years on this stuff. Brad Schoenberg is a. Dear friend, a wonderful man, he's put together so many wonderful things. My buddy Scott Damien, who is like a brother to me, worked, I mean, they worked like mad people, uh, doing all of the, putting together beautiful, wonderful attractions and things there at Galaxy's Edge. So I'm not judging it in that. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying it's not my Star Wars. It's not the experience I was hoping for. Was I left with a feeling of like, that was the most amazing thing ever. I can't wait. No, I wasn't. I was left with a feeling of, wow, they did an amazing job. Good for them. Uh, This is going to make them a boatload of money for all of the fans of the new Star Wars. And there you go. And that's, that's it. Okay, so... So, do I recommend you go and see it? Absolutely. If you're a Star Wars fan and you, you have the time and the money and the ability, check it out. Absolutely. Uh, but if you're, like, scraping and just, you know, every penny and stuff to go and all of that and feel like you're left out if you don't see it, look, there's there's going to be thousands upon thousands of videos out there. You can experience it all that way and you can see it. It's, you know, it's it's fine. It's great. It's wonderful. it's great, it's fine, it's wonderful, and it's eh, all at the same time. So so that is my review of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I feel terrible. I feel there's going to be a big part of me that doesn't want to put this out uh, because I'm being so brutally honest about it. And I'm nervous about losing work from being so brutally honest. So I hope none of this gets out or taken out of context. Please nobody take my review of Galaxy's Edge out of context. Please do not, because I love Star Wars, and I always want to be a part of it. I do, and I don't want to mess with any of that. But I also feel, just like with the movies, when people asked me what did I think of The Force Awakens, I said it felt like the kids got the keys to dad's car, and they made their own movie without their dad, who happens to be George Lucas, (laughs) you know, the creator of it all. So this was a very non-George Lucas Star Wars, just like the film's and that's what it is but that's what Star Wars is now so if you like that which gazillions of people do and many of you are are my good friends and so i know that and i know that you all have loved the new movies and everything i think that's wonderful that's great man that is awesome are they for me no i don't get the same feels i just don't i don't get the same vibes from it all and i'm sorry but I don't judge anybody for it. I don't go in. You're stupid. If you think it's good, I, I don't say that at all. I say, that's awesome, man. I love that you have a star Wars that is speaking to you and is working for you and doing stuff. Um, I, you know, I'm, I have the old ones. That's is an interesting thing. I'm going to go off on a tangent here. Wow. Look at this. The show's already almost over. I'm, I've already talked for us. So it looks like, you know, we'll save the emails for next week. But, um, and maybe I'll just do an episode. Uh, episode 30 will just be like reading emails and stuff. It'll be a big uh, gift back to all of you. Episode 30 uh, of the Jackcast. cast. So, uh, yeah. But let me just say this. Let me close with this. I was on my uh, social media the other day and I was reading. Uh, I'm sure many of you heard about this. Harrison Ford was being interviewed and they were talking about Indiana Jones because they're making the new Indiana Jones movie, which all of you know, by the way, that I am as huge of a Star Wars fan as I am. I'm an even bigger Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones fan. I really am. That's that's my absolute favorite movie of all time. And uh, that my favorite movie character of all time is Indiana Jones. And it's just... As near a perfect film as can be is Raiders of the Lost Ark. I I don't know if there is a more perfect film. And I know many of you that are Star Wars fans would argue with me on that. But as much as I think A New Hope is a perfect movie, I think Indiana Jones is even more perfect. And, And that is only to say because it's all the same people basically making that with the addition of Steven Spielberg. And... Taking everything they had learned from their own careers in the past, Jaws, Close Encounters, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, combining all of that into one thing to make then Indiana Jones. So that's why. But anyway, so Harrison Ford was interviewed and he was talking about Indiana Jones. And they said, who would you like to see play him after you? And he says, nobody. (laughs) I'm Indiana Jones. No one else will play it. When the character, when I die, so does the character. And, you know, part of me goes, oh, come on. And then another part of me goes, bravo, Hank. You tell him, Harrison. See, here's the problem I have with Hollywood now. We, let's just recreate everything. Okay. Let's just, we own everything. Let's recreate everything. Let's just redo it. And we'll do it even bigger and better and all that. Look, some movies can get bigger and better new. You know, you can tell the story better, but generally speaking, that's not the case. You cannot. And look, I love Chris Pratt, and God bless him; he's a fellow believer. I think he's wonderful. I and mean, I know Chris Pratt had wanted to play uh, Indiana Jones if they ever do a uh, you know a reboot. But uh-uh, no. You know what? If they want to make ones where he's uh. Indiana's son or something. I don't know. But uh, a spinoff, I guess, maybe. But I am with Harrison Ford on this. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. We don't count the Crystal Skull. Sorry, I just, <laughs> I don't. Uh, those three movies are enough. If you want to experience Indiana Jones again... Watch those movies. They hold up. They're wonderful. They're beautiful. They're fun. They're funny. They're action. They're drama. They're everything. You don't need to make new ones all the time and put in a new actor. I mean, I think Solo kind of proved that. And especially with characters that like Harrison Ford has played. And, you know, Harrison Ford is not the end-all be-all of actors. But you know what? He's made an indelible mark on that character and every character that he's played really I mean you know the only one that he played was uh, was the Jack Ryan the clear and present danger was it is Jack Ryan clear and present day? I don't know but the clear and present danger one and then they got other people to play the characters after that and stuff and that's fine I guess because that character is more generic like if they ever did more like born identities they wouldn't it wouldn't have to be Matt uh Matt Damon. It, would, it could be other people. Just like James Bond, right? I think that those kind of characters lend themselves to that. Indiana Jones is not James Bond. You can't do the same thing. Neither is Han Solo. Neither is Luke Skywalker. Uh, says, I know, I know you're all going, says the guy that is the third Obi-Wan Kenobi. I get it. I get it. But look, Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, do I want to see anyone else play Obi-Wan Kenobi as long as I live? No. No one else should. You know why? Alec Guinness passed away and he played the old version of Old Ben. Then for the prequels, for three other movies and this whole other thing, Ewan McGregor played him and then I have played him as well, right? So do I want to see anybody else voice him? When it comes to a voice acting job for Obi-Wan Kenobi, I want to be the guy that plays him. When Ewan McGregor, when when Obi-Wan is on camera, I want to see Ewan McGregor as it. When Indiana Jones is on camera. I want to see Harrison Ford. Okay. And if they want to do the whole Kurt Russell thing in Guardians of the Galaxy where they age him back and they all that, fine, do that, but do it for segments within the film or whatever, because they have the technology to do it now. And that's great. But, you know, honestly, I don't like this whole reboot thing. I don't like the fact that I'm hearing that, you know, with Marvel, basically they're going to, now that the one, I still haven't seen the last movie yet. Sorry, everybody. I haven't seen it, but you know my understanding is is now they'll be able to do new reboots and stuff. I mean, look, I guess it works for superheroes more so cuz there's been many different Batmans and all of that and it's fine, but not Indiana Jones. It 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 doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So, um that's that's my whole thought process on all of this. It's like stop trying to recreate Something that was already created wonderful and beautiful. If you all want to see those things, just go watch the originals. <laughs> okay? And Hollywood and all of you that are young filmmakers, come up with new, intense, wonderful stories. You don't think that can be done? Look at, I mean, look at Harry Potter. Harry Potter popped up, what, in the 90s? And it became a phenomenon. Okay? And we had Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and all of those things before that. And Harry P- P- Potter became its own thing and created its own thing. Right? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy did that they created a whole other thing now the comic book had been around for a while but nobody had discovered them in the movies so all I'm saying is there are always new things to come up with that will come in and take off and be their own thing okay we don't need to rehash old things or recreate oh I really want to see that actor playing this character this time you know who would make a great sometimes it happens and it works but for the most part it doesn't work so bravo Harrison um now, the only problem, here's the biggest problem I have with Harrison Ford. And, you know, again, uh, uh, there was a time in my life where that was the only actor on the planet that existed to me it was Harrison Ford as a kid growing up. It's like he's the best actor on the planet, or whatever, right? Uh, his decision that he, you know, convinced J.J. Abrams and them to do to kill off Han Solo, I think was one of the worst decisions in movie making history. You know Why? I mean, it's all part of like this whole Galaxy's Edge. You go to Galaxy's Edge, there's no Han Solo there. Now, I love Hondo Anaka, voiced by Jim Cummings, who does a beautiful job. And when you go on the Millennium Falcon, it's all Hondo. Now, I have no connection to Hondo Anaka and the Millennium Falcon. That doesn't make any sense to me. But if Han Solo didn't die, they could have they had Han taking you for a ride in the Millennium Falcon. You know... Force Awakens Han with Chewie. Get, like the whole ride should have been how they got the Millennium Falcon back. And then you are smuggled in with them and you go on the see that now there's a ride. And it still combines the new Star Wars with the old people. But there's no Han Solo on the Falcon. So, you know, Harrison, dude, you never should have talked them into killing off Han Solo that part bothers me alright <laughs> hey everybody uh, I've talked way too long and it's time to end the podcast so uh, I'm not, I'm not going to do a reading or anything I'm just going to close this out here uh, thank you for listening to the show uh, Mr. Announcer Guy yes James can you close this out let me read the Lego mumbo jumbo All right.
1: Talking to myself, the James Arnold Taylor podcast is a production of Yumigo Inc. Recorded at Chat Studios. Engineered, written, recorded, and produced by, you guessed it, James Arnold Taylor. All voices are parody and should be construed as entertainment only. All music and sound effects used with permissions and licenses through backtracks, digital juice, production tracks, and partners in rhyme. James Arnold Taylor's Talking Myself, the podcast. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.
0: Thanks for that. Okay, so everybody... Thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm going to do my best to do another one for next week. And uh, that'll be episode 30 of the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Look at that, the chat cast. I hope all of you uh, like this episode. Please don't give me a thumbs down. All right. Uh, (laughs) But it's too late. I'm at the end of the show. I'm asking that. Anybody that didn't like this show turned it off long ago and gave it a thumbs down. He's talking about Jesus again, you know, right in the first 30 minutes (laughs) before they even got to galaxy's edge. Uh, review anyways uh, for those of you that have stuck with me through this whole 90 minutes of the jack cast uh, thank you for doing so and I hope and pray you're all well. please uh, feel free to write me give me a thumbs up give me a positive uh, comments there on YouTube if you're watching it on YouTube um, and thank you for listening to the show. I'll be back soon with more and we'll see we'll see what goes. We'll see what I end up cutting out of the show and what I don't. all right bye bye.